Have no fear of missing out. The show's about FOMO. Your host is Brian Sanzo. Tell you what you don't know. And now, your host, iSocial Fans. Welcome back to another episode of the FOMO Fans Podcast. We are kicking into February 2019. Uh, this is episode 93, episode 93, which actually has some fun, significant meaning for me. Uh, for those that have been listening a lot, you guys know uh, I played college hockey. So I played college hockey at a university known as Radford University in Virginia. And my hockey number was 93. It's actually been 93 uh, through high school. Uh, my Growing up in Pittsburgh, I'm a diehard Pittsburgh sports fan, of course. And uh, all my friends, my brothers always wanted 66 for Lemieux or 68 uh, for Yarmer Yager. Uh, and I was like, you know, I'm one of those guys. And, and it's like I, I'm like that with sports and everything is that um, <laughs> I like to pick either, you know, jerseys of my favorite football players. I like to kind of think a little bit different. And uh, there's a guy named Peter Nedved. Uh, uh, and he always played in front of the net. He was a bruiser. Um, he would he didn't mind getting knocked down. He did all the the, the gritty grinding work, and um, he became kind of one of my favorite players. And I used uh, wore that jersey through high school, and then uh, just continued on uh, to through college. So uh, this is episode ninety three. We're on our way to one hundred. So this uh, a little bit extra significance to uh, to me, and I'm excited to get to one hundred. I got some big things in the works for you guys when we get there. But what I was thinking was I was going to do a little bit something a little bit different for this episode of the FOMO Fans Podcast, and I was going to uh, I was gonna just try, just try, uh, keyword, just try this, uh, something different where I'm going to talk a little bit about, you know, kind of where I'm at. I'm going to give you guys some things that I've been learning, things I've been uh, kind of updating along the way. Um, also going to talk a little bit about just kind of some news and things that are happening, and, and, I, and I wanted to do that, you know, this episode's 93, but if you guys remember uh, way back, I believe it was in episode... Let me think. It was episode 81, episode 81. If you guys go back and listen to 81, uh, I previewed a podcast that I was working on, and the title of episode 81 was Advice for Business-Minded Content Creators. And so I teamed up with my good friend, Amy Landino, uh, uh, last year, and we decided to uh, capture some podcast content, and we did a really unique uh, podcast. Uh, we sat on couches. We both had headset microphones on. And the goal of our podcast was for us to have a conversation about certain topics and allow people to kind of be a fly on the wall, allow people to kind of just be in the conversation. So it was less of a podcast. We didn't really interview each other. We didn't really like hardcore. We don't really hardcore go after um, different topics, but we have these conversations and, and it, it came from an idea that Amy and I had, you know, almost a year ago now, uh, and we finally put it into light, and we just launched the podcast um, this week. So this week in February, we launched in February. Uh, the first two episodes are live. It's called Just Try This, um, and the podcast has had some amazing feedback. I mean, I know a lot of you listening here, you guys follow me on social, uh, and I'm guessing a lot of the feedback has come from FOMO fans, listeners, but I mean, people that have never listened to any of my content, I've had comments on LinkedIn, uh, people telling me that they don't like podcasts, but it's their favorite podcast they've ever listened to, um, and it's blown us away. It really has. Um, I believe we're we're right now. I think number nineteen or number uh, eighteen uh, in iTunes under the business management and marketing podcast. So um, really excited about 
that podcast. Excited for you guys to try to uh, check it out. Uh, let us know your thoughts. We made it really actionable as well. At the end, uh, we give you some homework to do that so what you can learn in the episode, and then we give you some homework. So um, it's going to be a weekly show. Uh, one of the, the other thing that's really neat about it is that Amy and I record the episodes in person uh, together, sitting on the couch at her place, um, and that that seemed to be really valuable rather than doing you know most interview podcasts are over. Um, you know, Skype or using another third-party tool where you're not sitting in the same room. And, uh, you know, our goal was to make it conversational, but we really wanted to make it extremely valuable. And I think it, it worked really well because uh, we did do it in person. We used headset microphones and uh, Amy and I have been really good friends for four plus years. And uh, it was something that just kind of fell perfectly together. And and I, and I talk about that podcast and I, and I thank you guys all for listening and checking out that podcast as well. It's definitely um, different vibe, different flow than this, than this show as well. But, um, I want to kind of talk about that just from, you know, there's some things that are happening as well. We we actually launched that podcast on Anchor, which is a um, an iOS app uh, that you can actually um, record podcasts on. So we recorded uh, we recorded the podcast, then we launched uh, the podcast on the platform known as Anchor, and then we found out today that Spotify actually bought both Anchor and Gimblet Media, which is a big podcast. Um, content uh, provider. So Spotify is going all in on the uh, in the podcasting game. But one of the things I thought I would share here, and, and I've talked about this a little bit across different episodes, but you know, as an entrepreneur, I know many of you that listen to this are an entrepreneur, and even if you're not an entrepreneur, maybe it's your side hustle, maybe it's just your relationships, maybe it's um, you know how you're dealing with life. But you know, there's one thing that I think, you know, I really you're never taught it in in school. You never you never really understand it, but one of the things that I think this is really interesting, and it has a lot to do with Anchor, um, the, the app company that just got bought by Spotify, but you know, one of the things that I think that is unsung about those that are successful in business today, if you are successful in your business today, you have mastered this one thing. This one thing you have decided, you've wrapped your head around it, and you've, you've embraced it, and you've thought about it, and you've, you've, you've leveraged it. Sometimes you've done it at the right time, sometimes you've done it at the wrong time, but you've really kind of wrapped your head around it. And, and the interesting thing is Anchor did this as well, because uh, back in 2016, uh, actually on this podcast, one of my earliest episodes, I believe it was episode eight, I actually talked about the app uh, Anchor and how I thought it was a cool app that would allow you to do short audio clips to share them out on Twitter and include them in your blog. I actually went to the South by Southwest uh, party and did a little presentation at their event in 2016. And the app was really cool, but you know it had a, had a really diehard community within their app. But they were they were struggling, I think, to gain traction outside of um, their early adopters. And I, I used it probably for about a good year and a half, uh, and then I kind of made a decision that I, you know I had to prioritize some of the things that I was using, and and uh, you know I create so much content. But interestingly enough, I've been following Anchor very closely over the years, and they adapted. They went to a platform that they were allowing people to easily upload podcasts, but still allow people to comment. Comment, uh, with audio comments in their app. And they've really, they, they tested and tweaked that. They allowed you to share things out to Twitter. And then about, I guess, six months ago or eight months ago, they completely switched the platform again and they made it a uh, an easy to use pot, uh, podcast platform that was free. So like right now I'm hosting on a platform called Libsyn. So I record this on my laptop um, and then I edit it uh, with editing software and then I upload it into a tool called Libsyn and Libsyn pushes it out to all of the apps that you're listening to this on. So iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, you know, Stitcher. 
And so Spotify or Anchor, the tool I'm talking about here, um, they decided to kind of play in that game. But I pay money for Anchor or pay monkey money for Libsyn. But Anchor was doing it from a free version. And they were also kind of making it really easy. You can record uh, directly on your iPad or directly on your iPhone. But the reason I tell you that whole story is that, you know, today they were bought by Spotify, which I think is great news for those that are podcasters or podcast listeners. Um, you know, one of the things I think that's really been a struggle for uh, podcasting as a whole is there hasn't been like kind of like a, a centralized repository or a centralized home to compete with Apple Podcasts. Apple is still the big gorilla of podcasts. Uh, I believe the latest data is 68% of all podcasts are consumed via um, you know the Apple Podcast app. So I think it's really exciting that Spotify has has gone all in and bought these two companies. But the the thing I was talking about, and this is I'm gonna, I, I kind of teased it. I know you guys are like, wait a second, you never told us that thing. The thing that I think that great startups, the thing that I think great entrepreneurs, the thing that I think great managers have figured out how to wrap their head around is the art of pivoting. The art of pivoting, because you know, Anchor had a tool that had some users in it, and they were able to pivot away. Um, you guys know, if you guys remember, there was an app called Meerkat, and Meerkat was a really cool app that was really the first live streaming app. It was before Periscope, before Facebook Live. But that company, you know, as they grew um, you know, over the first year, they realized they couldn't compete with Periscope and they couldn't compete with Facebook Live. So they ended up folding Meerkat and they started up another app. They actually pivoted to another app that was uh, that was out there, and that app actually took off. It, it was really successful. But I think, you know, in life in business, pivoting is something that you kind of have to be be okay with. And and pivoting is different than change, just changing, right? And and I'm gonna kind of talk a little bit about that on this. Um, for this conversation is that when I think about pivoting, pivoting to me is just this idea that, you know, we all have goals and we all have a vision. And, and for me, I, I talk about this a lot on stage, but like, I believe, like, I used to think that you had to, you had to follow your passion and you had to chase your passion and everything was about your passion. But weirdly enough, over my first 10 years of my career, I realized that what I'm passionate about changes all the time. Sometimes I was passionate about computers. Sometimes I was passionate about working hard. Sometimes I was passionate about changing the world. Other times I was passionate about just getting a paycheck, going home and not have to think about my damn job, right? And so my, my passions kept changing and I realized that if I was... If I was following my passions, I would change too sporadically. I'd be all over the place. And so what I've always said is I believe you have to have you have to have a greater purpose. You have to define what success is. You have to understand what your what you believe your purpose in life is. And yes, your purpose your purpose will change as well, but it won't change as often as your passions will. And then what I like to say is you start with success and your purpose. You make sure that your passions kind of align with that. And then you set up goals along the way that are, that are ultimately leading you towards your, pur- your greater purpose in life. And, you know, this is kind of like the way that we work. And the day and age that we are in today... Everything changes. Technology changes. Business changes. Customer uh, behaviors change. Platforms that we use change. Um, our life situation changed. I was, I was. Uh, if you would have asked me five years ago, I would have never thought that I would be in. I would have gotten a divorce. Um, you know, it, you know, things in our lives change, and they, that also changes our passions. It also changes our things that we have going on. But when it comes to pivoting, I think the thing about pivoting is that there. You know, I, I think there's a lot of people that 
that change can be scary. And, I, and, I, and I've always said that I understand that change can be scary for some people. But I think part of the problem with change being scary is that people are approaching change incorrectly, right? If you have to change your course or change what you're doing or change um, your direction in life, it's because you've made you've all of the decisions you've made in your life up until that moment have allowed you and enabled you to change. Now, pivoting, when I think about pivoting, what I, what I like to think about it is, is that you're working on something and you're, and you're, you're all in, you're kind of, you're, you're chucking along and then you realize that maybe what you originally were doing something for, maybe the reasons that you were doing it um, have changed. Maybe there's things that have changed and what you've decided is, yes, this might be a good idea. Yes, this might be something I can, I can do, but I believe I need to actually kind of uh, about face. I need to turn this boat a different direction because I, and I need to pivot, right? And I need to pivot. And the art of the pivot is, you know, I didn't really understand it as an entrepreneur, but if, you know, if you look back in my business and my, in my life, but I won't even go back into my career over the last five years as an entrepreneur, um, I was focused on helping grow a digital agency. Uh, I pivoted away from an agency and, and uh, focused on doing a, a startup that was a, a media company. Uh, and I realized quickly that wasn't um, something for me as well. So then I, I pivoted into more consulting and strategy work uh, and a lot more influencer-based work. Uh, as I got doing that, I kind of realized that the part of that I loved the most was the keynote speaking piece. And so then I pivoted my business to be really focused, hyper-focused on keynote speaking. Uh, and I that's kind of where I'm at today. But, you know, that's the, being able to pivot without having to run something into the ground is really how you adapt today's day in life. And, and Anchor, this app, they did that so well in 2016. They had a whole different passions, their goals, you know, democratization of audio was their purpose. And the way they were doing about it was something that was very uh, not, they were, you know, being able to add audio clips on social and blogs. And now they've, you know, they pivoted into this space of competing with all of the other podcasting platforms. Um, they actually were featured in an, an Apple um, in an Apple ad. And then lo and behold, they were able to get purchased by Spotify. And now they're going to have a bigger mission for the team. And so I think for, you know, when we're looking at things in life and the way we do things, and even content creation, we have to be okay with pivoting. And, you know, this podcast is a good example of that, right? One of the things that um, I was worried about launching a podcast by myself was accountability, how would I hold myself accountable to do this show every week, right? Like right now, there's no sponsor of this episode. Um, some weeks there's sponsors. I've been very blessed to have some sponsors, but um, you know what would keep me motivated? And I love creating content. I love all the support. I've been very, we've been very blessed. This show has, has got some amazing download numbers uh, since day one. Um, but you know, I was really worried about accountability. And I was worried about ownership. I was worried about being committed to you guys, my listeners. Um, and I made on episode one, if you guys remember, I made a very strong bold commitment that I said, I promise that I will make it to a hundred episodes. And that's why if you guys look in the, in the title of every podcast episode, there's a three numbers. It says, you know, this is episode zero nine three. And the reason that was, is because that was visually, uh, accountability for me. And anytime, you know, yes, I've skipped a couple of weeks along the way over the last two and a half years, but one of the things I've really worked hard on is not only, um, staying true to my promise to you guys, the listeners, that I was not going to go anywhere. And if you committed to subscribing to this podcast, that I would commit to creating great content for free and not monetizing you guys. But I also, you know, I think there's this element here where this podcast originally for me was a brain dump and somewhere that I could create my own content. I didn't have to interview people. Um, I wanted to be able to use it to establish thought leadership. I wanted to be able to use it um, to test out different topics that I wanted to, to speak about on stage. 
you know, and then this podcast also became my engine for content. I stopped blogging or writing as much, and I started using these podcasts as my blog on my website. So I started embedding that. Uh, I embed each one of these episodes um, into my uh, into my website, you know, and then I pivoted a little bit and said, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna broadcast every one of these episodes on Facebook Live, and so then I I allowed myself to, you know, then I'm still using live video. Then I was taking the video and repurposing the video as marketing, uh, you know, marketing stuff. Um, you know, somewhere in the middle of this podcast, uh, I was really focused on testing out different topics for um, the book that I keep writing and never publishing. But, you know, over the over these 93 episodes, you know, I've been learning, I've been growing, I've been changing different things, and I've kind of been pivoting small pivots within this podcast. And interestingly enough, one of the things that I've kept telling myself is that, you know, once I hit episode 100, I'm going to start doing some guest interviews, I'm going to change up a little bit of the flow of this show, and I'm still going to do that, I still have some plans there. But funny enough, one of the things that I kind of uh, dawned on me today, and I wanted to share this with you guys, is that... I was I was using episode 100 as a reason or a launch point to pivot. And I think this is a mistake. And I think it's much like we do many times in, let's say, October uh, or August. And we're like, you know what? I want to start working out. And then, you know, you know we're like, you know what? I'm going to wait till my New Year's resolution whenever I, you know, New Year's resolution comes around. And then I'm going to start working out. And I think in the world we're in today, if you're waiting for some date on the calendar, if you're waiting for some artificial number of podcast episodes to pivot, you're not pivoting at the right time. You're, 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 you're not, you're not setting yourself up for success. I think, you know, and I, and I felt, and I'm, I'm being transparent here. I'm, I felt guilty to this. Like I, I was, you know, I remember I was thinking it was episode 83 or 84. I was really excited to add these new components and start interviewing some of my friends. I have, I have some, I have a great list of people that I've already uh, kind of reached out to and asked to be interviewed for this show. And, and I've already come up with a new structure, but weirdly enough, like I was ready to pivot. I was ready to change. I was ready to embrace this new flow. But weirdly enough, I was using this you know, arbitrary number of 100 to do it. And I think if we look back across everyone's success, and the reason I wanted to kind of do this episode a little bit different is, you know, even the podcast that Amy and I did, you know, Amy and I created that podcast and we recorded these episodes back in October. And then we both had a whole bunch of things going on in our life in the fall of, of, of 2018. And we decided that we were going to wait until the new year to launch the new podcast. And then we both kind of had some some success with our speaker business. Uh, Amy's YouTube channel now has over three hundred thousand subscribers. Super excited for her. And you know, we pivoted kind of where where the content was. I think when, if we were going to launch the podcast in October, it would have it would have been launched at a different time in our lives. It would have been different. And so in that case, we ended up waiting. Uh, until February to launch the show, and, and I'm very happy we did, and, and the response has been mind blowing. But I think there's this, there's a there's an interesting balance between pivoting when it feels right, or forcing yourself to wait to pivot for some arbitrary reason, or the worst case of them all, just pivoting for pivoting's sake, just all of a sudden giving up on yourself. And I'm gonna bring this full circle. Um, if you guys follow me on Instagram, Instagram.com/isocialfans. Um, I got my daughter's for um, my oldest daughter for her birthday. I got her three Rubik's cubes, and I got her uh, a triangle Rubik's cube, a regular Rubik's cube, and then a four-sided or a four-cubed Rubik's cube. 
And, um, you know, I'm not a brainiac. I'm not a scientific person. Um, I'm struggle, you know, I have ADHD. I struggle sometimes to focus. Um, but I'm very blessed. I, I believe I have great street smarts, but I also have ridiculous determination and I've never been scared of failure. I try out things all the time. I'm an early adopter on every platform using every technology. I'm a beta tester everywhere. And the reason I'm not afraid of failure and the reason I'm not afraid to pivot comes down to one simple thing. And it's something that I just kind of embrace is that I know deep down in my core as a human being, the, the, the Brian that my parents raised me, um, the Brian that I've you've been working hard to become. Wow, that's kind of weird talking in third person. Sorry. Um, there's the person I've been really working on is I've, I've determined that I will never settle for failure. Failure sucks. It hurts when you fail, when you're down. You know, I faced depression for the first time in my life uh, after I was going through my divorce uh, in 2016. You know, I, I, you know, failure is not something that that I think anyone should look at as something they want to do. I, you know, I hear everybody talking about failure. Every, you know, failure is a learning, you know, path to growing. But I, I think failure sucks. But the thing about it is that I am so determined, and I know that no matter what I put my mind to, I will accomplish. I might not accomplish it in the time frame I want to. It might take me longer or it, it might, I might need to ask for help. But there is one damn thing that is true. And I think it's something that we all have to have inside is that we will not settle. We will not lay down on the couch. I will not give up. I will not throw something away because I could not make it work. And weirdly enough, this Rubik's Cube is a great example because... Um, <laughs> You know, I couldn't get it. It's been, it has been frustrating me. I've put a couple hours into it. I refuse to watch a YouTube video on how to do it. I refuse to ask anybody for help. But I, you know, I was working really hard on it and, and I'll be fully transparent as I was excited because I felt like I was getting close last night as I was working on this Rubik's Cube. And yes, I'm talking about like hours that I've spent on this one Rubik's, Rubik's Cube. But I think it has a lot of symbolic uh, elements into you know, my success in life and, and how I hope everyone else can be successful in life. And, um, you know, this Rubik's Cube, I, I decided to set up a time lapse today so that I could record because, you know, I'm a big geek for content. I always I always tell everybody you should document everything. I set up a pod. I set up a video on a, a, a camera, my phone on a tripod, and I recorded time lapse of me doing this this uh, Rubik's Cube. And I was doing it. I was working really hard. I came really close two or three times. And then um, <laughs> I, I didn't do it. I, I, I couldn't get it. it was, and I got a little frustrated. And, um, you know, ha having ADHD, one of the things that happens is that I hyper-focus on things. And sometimes I hyper-focus on things that are really rewarding in life and things that really make me successful. And then sometimes I, I focus on um, random things. And, and then unfortunately, sometimes I focus on things that aren't good for me. I have a, kind of an addictive personality in that case. And, you know, after about an hour of the time lapse, I turned the time lapse off and I put the Rubik's Cube down on the table. I stood up and got a drink and I came back and I looked at that Rubik's Cube and I decided, you know what? I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to let this beat me. I'm going to keep working on it. And I gave myself kind of a time frame that I wanted to work on it. And then 10 minutes later, after I, I kind of went back to it and I was determined not to settle for that failure, I got it. I solved the Rubik's Cube. And I, I literally, I, I pumped my fist, I smiled, <laughs> and then I laughed. Because as any good content creator knows, as soon as you press the stop button, as soon as you stop recording something, that's when the magic happens. <laughs> um, you know, if you're a photographer, as soon as you stop, you know, uh, you put your camera down by your side, that's when the perfect picture happens. Uh, and funny enough, I didn't have the time lapse. There's no video or picture proof of me doing the Rubik's Cube. 
but it gave me a sense of uh, accomplishment. It gave me a sense of satisfaction. It gave me a sense that, you know, I was proud of myself. And it might sound weird. It might sound funny. But what I'm going to challenge everyone to do is, you know, embrace pivoting, understand the importance of following your purpose, but do things in life, do things in your life that make you proud to accomplish. You know, we, we have in this world we're living in right now, and it's part of what our podcast, the podcast that Amy and I, um, we created, you know, the reason we called it Just Try This is that Amy and I both have been very successful. We have very large personal brands. We both get to speak around the world. We both make really good money at the jobs that we do. And so much of that has to do with the fact that we are both willing to try things and lean into what works. We lean into what works and we make it happen. But Amy and I are also blessed to have great family. We have good friends around us that get, hold us accountable, that help inspire us, that help um, keep us grounded. And I know for a lot of people, they're not as blessed as I am. They haven't, aren't as lucky uh, as we, we may have been. And so the podcast is called Just Try This because we want to inspire people to try things. We want to we give you our take on things. We want to give you how we make things happen. And then we just want you to try it. But along the way, when you're trying things, Things are going to go wrong. Things are going to fail. And in business and in life, you know, day to day is a struggle. Some days are good. Some days are bad. And oftentimes we will string together a crap load of bad days or a crap load of bad weeks. And, and for you guys that are listening to this episode, you know, 2019 has been the best start of any year that I've ever had. Um, Business-wise, personal-wise, with my girlfriend, uh, with my daughters, we've had just, it's just been a, I mean, 2019 has been freaking awesome. I have giant big plans, uh, you know, in the next couple of years of selling out stadiums and, and presenting all-day events, and I have, I have big dreams and hopes, and so this is only the beginning. But I know for other people that maybe 2019 hasn't been as successful, and maybe um, you guys are struggling with things with, maybe you got laid off. I know a lot of some friends of mine that work for BuzzFeed and other media companies have been laid off. Uh, maybe you're going through a divorce. Maybe you're no longer with your significant other. Uh, maybe you're um, struggling to uh, re- relate with your kids, whatever it may be. Um, one of the things that I think that can help us all, you know, in this crazy world that we live in is do things maybe daily or weekly or monthly that give you pride in yourself. And, and, you know, and, and it can be anything from, you know, putting out, a, you know, one of the things that I do during the week is that I, I, I put a list of things that I need to accomplish during that week. And truthfully, I don't, most of the weeks I don't do all the things in the list. It's, I, I, I shoot for the stars. Um, I get distracted a lot of times. Uh, I'm pretty good at procrastination. I'm actually like a master procrastinator. Um, but what I do is I put that list there. And sometimes when, when I accomplish that list, when I, when, I, when I get everything done in that list, man, the, the pride that it gives me is something that you know, is really worth its weight. And so the Rubik's Cube today was that for me. I've been struggling writing my book. I've been really working hard on these chapters. Um, we launched the podcast this week. Uh, I signed with a new speaker agent this week. Um, my da- I had two of my daughter's birthdays last week. And although everything's been going great, I've been really like, you know, grinding away. And, you know, I was, there was definitely some frustration settling in. But damn if, it, if I didn't do this Rubik's Cube. And just so you guys know, I literally solved this Rubik's Cube 20 minutes before I decided to do this podcast episode. And so what I, what I want to kind of d- to do with this episode, it's episode 93. It's my hockey jersey number. Is I didn't want to rant. I didn't want to like preach at you guys like I normally do. I didn't want to tell you marketing or social media advice. I just want to kind of share with you guys kind of what's going through in my head, my, my world. 
And, and, you know, I think pivoting is something that we all have to embrace. I've been doing it even in my speaker business. I've always been a one-person show. I, I, I did all my own website. I edit my own podcast. I do all of my own sales, all of my own business development. I do all of my own follow-up. I reply to every email, every tweet to myself. Um, but I had a pivot because I want to do bigger and better things, and I don't want to work 80 hours a week. I want to spend time with my, my, my girls. I want to spend time with my, my girlfriend. And so... I've pivoted and I've hired an agent and I've hired a company uh, called Fable that you guys are going to hear more about um, to help launch my new website, brianfanzo.com. I've actually been working with a new sponsor to help me launch a new uh, email service. And so I think this is, you know, just for me, this is what this episode is, is that um, along the way, we're going to fail. We're going to get frustrated. uh, We're going to have to pivot. It's just kind of like the, the world we're living in now. You have to pivot. We're also going to have to lean on our friends. We're going to have to lean on other people to help us, you know, in our business, in our life. Um, we're going to have to look for inspiration. You know, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I, st- I, I binge watch a lot of Netflix. Uh, there's lots of places that I like to look for, for inspiration. I like looking, you know, studying my daughters. You know, I think for, for me, you know, and this podcast has a lot to do with that as well. Like, I really love, you know, the feedback that you guys give me, just so you know. And so when you guys message me on Instagram, DM, and tell me that this podcast is, um, you know, changing your business or changing your life, or I fired you up, or I motivated you for five minutes, whatever it may be, or you're sending me a tweet, or even an email, if you guys want to email me, uh, brian at isocialfans.com, brian at isocialfans.com. Every time I get a comment, you know, you inspire me, you motivate me. And this podcast not only allows me to get out of my own head, but sometimes it keeps me motivated to do more work. Maybe sometimes it keeps me uh, the SEO value of my website there because I repurpose this podcast, you know, as a blog and put it on my website. But I, I think for everyone that's out there, you have to find what works for you. You have to just try it and you have to lean into what works. I don't know what's going to work. I don't know when, when things are going to work. When we launched my first podcast, which is called Smack Talk, and, and Daniel and I still do that podcast every week. I know it's crazy. I do three podcasts now. Um, you know, we were just trying it. I said, I, I told him I was a huge fan of podcasts and we should try hosting one. And we've been doing that one now for almost, you know, almost going on five years. Uh, I launched the FOMO Fans podcast because I wanted to have a solo show and I didn't want to uh, have to deal with calendars and interviewing people. And then Amy and I talked about collaborating for the last three years. And then we finally went and captured the content and we launched the Just Try This podcast uh, this week. And for me, you know, podcasting and creating content is truly my passion. Like if I, if I didn't have to do the business development side and I could just speak and I could just do podcast and content creation, I, I freaking would. And, and it's kind of where I want to go. I'm trying to set myself up to do that. But um, I think everyone has a story to tell. Everyone has, um, everyone needs an outlet. Everyone needs a way to kind of not only put yourself out there, but to be proud of yourself and, and to get things out there. And, and my book, the book that I'm, I'm going to write, damn it, I'm not going to settle for failure. Um, you know, the title of the book is Press the Damn Button. But the, the, the underlying element is that I believe everyone has a story to tell. We just need to put ourselves out there. We need to we come up with a strategy and a playbook to do that. We need to invest in our story. And I think this is where I'm going to wrap up this episode and just let you guys know, like, you know, the key to success starts and ends with you, you as an individual. Um, you know, my success, I, I've been very blessed to have an amazing community, amazing support. I have some great mentors in my life. I have some people in the speaking business that I look up to that help me out on a regular basis. 
I'm very blessed. I have an amazing family. My parents have been there through my divorce um, as I've had to go to court and deal with some financial things. My parents have really, uh, my family, my brothers um, have really helped me out. And, you know, we're, it's just in the world we're in right now, you have, to, you have to invest in yourself. You have to believe in yourself. But that all sounds fluffy. And so I guess for me, you have to do things that motivate yourself that make you happy. I mean, solving a freaking Rubik's Cube doesn't make sense to anyone. Probably for most of you on this, listening to this episode, you're shaking your head right now like, how the hell did I just listen to a podcast where Brian talked about podcasting and a Rubik's Cube? But here's the thing. It, for me, it, it was something. It was, it made me feel good. It made me feel pride. And it made me excited about something, right? And who knows what it'll result in. It resulted in this podcast. But I think it's something we all need to do. And so I challenge everybody, find your outlet, find your people. It could be doing something on Instagram stories. It could be blogging. It could be just writing a diary or daily journaling. I know a lot of my friends do uh, the five-minute journal. Um, but I challenge everyone to do that. I challenge you to em- embrace it, to invest in yourself. And then last but not least, I challenge you to uh, just try this, which is the podcast that Amy and I uh, are hosting. And so give that podcast a shot. Uh, it's going to be uh, rolled out every single week. Uh, we recorded about six episodes already, uh, and we just planned, actually, today, uh, I'm going to be flying out there, and we're going to be sitting down and recording another five or six episodes um, so that you guys will have more in the hopper um, for recording. We're doing all of those podcasts live, uh, or all those podcasts in person together but and recording them, but um, I, I thank you guys for listening to the show. I thank you guys for coming on this journey with me. I, I appreciate you guys, your support. Um, <laughs> it's episode 93, so for me... Maybe it's even more important than episode 100, and I hope that this, I hope that you guys believe in yourselves um, and find ways to keep trucking along, because the journey in life is an interesting one, and I didn't plan on getting emotional or getting uh, dialed in here on this episode, but um, I believe together we can change the world, Uh, but we first must be the best individual we can be. And I know that's hard for some people. And I know it's hard for some of my friends. I know it's hard for some of you guys that are listening. But keep on keeping on. Don't go silent. You're not alone. If you need somebody to talk to, you need someone to just have a soundboard to, reach out to me. Uh, if you guys know me pretty well, I, I reply to every single tweet, every single Instagram DM that's ever been sent to me, every single Facebook message. Um, but just know, believe in yourself. Embrace pivots, try things out, keep on trucking, and remember, failure is not scary if you believe it's only temporary. If you believe you'll never settle for failure, we can get through the toughest times. Cheers, my friends. Make it a great day.